Hello and welcome to the Dairobi Health Show. Let me tell you a story. When I was about 43, which seems like a long time ago now, unfortunately, I was doing triathlon and I was not a great swimmer. I was an okay cyclist and running was my strength. And at that time, I was pretty into it, you know, and, and it was a great answer to my health why. It was something that I felt would keep me in great shape, running, biking, swimming, foundational movements, but quite different from each other. Something would help me with my longevity, with my health. And I got really serious about it because I found after a couple of years that I could be competitive and potentially even win races. And so I was working really hard at it. I was training about 15 hours a week and in some ways felt on top of the world. I was running, biking, swimming, uh, for about five hours for each of those activities, maybe a little more time on the cycle. Uh, I was doing a routine be- uh, that, that ranged between long and slow exercise, sprinting, um, you know, uh, mid-level, what we call tempo runs, that type of thing. And I felt on top of the world. At the same time, I wasn't sleeping very well, and I was having some, you know, I was always sore, for one thing. Uh, And I loved racing, but I realized later that I was overtrained and maybe had adrenal fatigue. I don't know. I never got a diagnosis of that, but I kind of self-diagnosed as having adrenal fatigue and realized that I was overtrained. Now, I think there's actually quite a few people who are overtrained in this country. Uh, More commonly, though, I think many people are undertrained and don't have the level of health that they want. So, Today, I'm going to explore how much exercise do you really need, and this is a very personal thing. And for some people, of course, the answer is very different than other people. It depends on your goals and your why. And I would start right there. What is your why? Why do you exercise at all? And if you have a strong why, then that'll hopefully get you up in the mornings to accomplish your goals. And having goals, of course, makes a huge difference. And so if if you're preparing for a race or some form of activity, if you're trying to just uh, improve your physique because you have a reunion coming up or you just want to look great at the beach next summer, whatever, no judgment here, whatever, whether it's looks, whether it's how you feel, uh, whether it's longevity, whether it's performance, all of those are valid reasons. And maybe it's some of all of the above, right? But I think identifying exactly how much you really need is a, a really valuable project. And so we're going to talk about that here. Now, first of all, there are some rules or guidelines For one, according to the American Heart Association, the duration depends a lot on the intensity and the type. Now, ideally, we get a combination between high intensity and lower intensity. But if we're doing all low intensity, 150 minutes a week is a great guideline. But if we're doing higher intensity, 75 minutes of vigorous activity will get us the same bang for the buck, according to the the American Heart Association, based on thousands of studies and a lot of research. So that's a great place to start. So if you're exercising harder, you need less time. Also, note that they talk about per week. You don't have to exercise every single day. Now, of course, we move our body every day and everything does tend to count. Uh, however, your your dedicated exercise sessions where you put on your gym clothes, you put on those yoga tights, whatever it is you're going to do, uh, at the end of the week, if they all add up to the right amount of minutes, you'll do fine, even though, of course, they vary day by day, and maybe you even have a complete rest day once or twice within that week. So think in terms of weeks, not days. As a matter of fact, I find for a lot of people 
that's a very liberating principle because instead of going to bed at night going, oh, I didn't exercise, I meant to exercise today and I didn't. No, by the end of the week, add up your total volume and that's going to be much more meaningful than your day. Now, of course, don't don't try to do it all on Saturday either. Ideally, you're doing this in three to five sessions. Okay, now, of course, we know the benefits of exercise, but some of these are more important to some people than they are to others. And so let me just go through them really quickly. Cardiovascular, and of course, this is very much related to our our longevity, especially because it's keeping our heart and our lungs healthy, the very engines of our body that we need to keep running for as long as possible. But then there's other benefits like improved mental health. We generally feel better. We have more confidence. We feel better about ourselves, and we're achieving goals. And so we also are releasing the feel-good hormones like endorphins and serotonin. Uh, weight management, uh, people who exercise tend to have less weight problems. We strengthen bones and muscles. This is even more important for women than men as we age, as we know from a, a great body of research. Weight-bearing and resistance exercises enhance bone density, and apparently the long-term effects of resistance training are even more valuable to women than men in terms of avoiding osteoarthritis and osteoporosis. It boosts our energy levels. We feel better for the rest of the day after we exercise. I know I do. It enhances sleep quality. Again, as long as you're not overtrained, sleep quality is aided if we're training in the right zone, not too high, not too low. Increased lifespan, we've talked about that, longevity. Combating cancer, people who exercise regularly tend to be less likely to get cancer. And of course, diabetes uh, risk is lowered as well. So five hours a week is a great starting point. And uh, if you just don't know where to start, you don't know how much exercise you need, you can't go wrong with shooting for five hours a week, remembering that everything counts, including a brisk walk. So don't think that you have, you know, don't picture yourself in the gym as a gym rat working your butt off for all of those five hours. It's a combination, usually, between low intensity and high intensity. Uh, let me go over a few different options here as well, because I think some people don't exercise because they just think of exercise as a certain activity that they have convinced themselves is the way they should exercise, and they don't really want to do it, but they never consider other options. So consider that. If you right now are stuck, you're not getting five hours a week of exercise in, and you would like to, well, change things up. There's walking, jogging. Cycling. When's the last time you did a cycle class, for example? Those things are absolute butt kickers and really will get you into, into terrific shape. Or, of course, riding a bike if the weather is conducive to that and you have good and safe places to ride where you live. Swimming is absolutely fantastic and, of course, low impact, as is yoga. Pilates is another surprising butt kicker that enhances overall body strength, flexibility, and posture. And uh, in our sedentary environment where many of us are sitting at a desk and um, being generally inactive, other than when we're exercising, Pilates is a great thing to consider. CrossFit is adaptable and available to many people. And there's something really cool about CrossFit and you just pay your monthly and you just show up. If you're the type of person who doesn't want to plan out all your exercise and, and come up with a different regimen on a day-by-day -day basis, you'll get everything from CrossFit. You'll get endurance, you'll get cardio, you'll get strength, and you'll be doing it as a group where someone else has put in all the time to figure out 
the programming, and you just show up and get a phenomenal workout. And you could go three times a week, four times a week, five times a week, and just put your ego on the shelf. Don't feel like you have to lift more than the person beside you. With CrossFit, if you just stay within your ability and work on really great form, you can have a tremendous uh, experience with CrossFit. Dancing. Uh, my buddy Ed, him and his wife have danced for years. It's how they stay in shape, and it's fun, and they do it together, and this is something that, you know, a lot of people kind of might, you know, look down their nose at, but dancing can be a legitimate form of exercise. You can even join a club or find a class and have a good time with it. Weightlifting is a fantastic way of working out, and contrary to popular popular belief, you can get cardio while you're lifting weights. If you don't take a break for too long, remember, your heart is dumb. It doesn't care what you do to raise the level of your heart rate. Whether you're weightlifting, running, swimming, crossfitting, does not matter. Keeping your heart elevated for a certain amount of time gives you cardio. So if you take brief breaks and don't allow your heart rate to come down too low, then you're getting cardio while you lift weights. Running, of course, is a fantastic activity. Build up slowly. A lot of people get injured running. Make sure you get excellent footwear and build up slowly, no more than 5% increase per week, and you can have tremendous health benefits from running. And another one is martial arts. Now, there's a last one that I would mention, and that is rowing. And I have a rowing machine. I love to row. Now, it does get kind of boring staring at the wall, so I got to have my iPad and some show or something on the the uh, the screen in front of me. But that's also kind of cool that I can just watch a show and do a long, slow row uh, or do a hit workout on the rowing machine. Also, low impact. Now, um, let's talk about supplements. Of course, I, I'm here talking to you from Dairobi, a supplement company. And supplements help my workout. I often take a pre-workout. Sometimes I do a full-blown workout with L-arginine and citrulline and a variety of other cool ingredients. However, um, they tend to have a lot of caffeine. And so sometimes I use our own Focus Up as a pre-workout. I find it's an excellent pre-workout drink, actually, as is our NeuroBoost. Uh, you can learn about both of these on the website. Focus Up and NeuroBoost have very different ingredients. They have a very different effect. And some people prefer one to the other. NeuroBoost has a nice orange flavor. Focus Up is a berry flavor. But I find them both to be excellent pre-workouts. During my workout, I drink cell fuel. Eight drops in my water bottle. I try to finish the water bottle while I'm working out. Cell fuel is an oxygenating supplement. And what we're trying to do when we exercise is increase our aerobic capacity and get more oxygen to our extremities. As a matter of fact, when people are doping, what they're doing is trying to increase their body's use of oxygen through doping, right? And so using a natural supplement for this is a fantastic idea. Also, before workouts, I do, uh, sorry, before weightlifting workouts, I take perfect aminos both before and after a heavy weightlifting session. And this is something I learned from the Perfect Amino website and some of their pro athletes uh, that do this, and they they find, and I have found as well, that taking the the perfect aminos before and after workout really helps me get the most out of a workout and keeps that protein in my body right when I need it. So there's three. Uh, well, there's actually a fourth. There's a, there's there's another one that I think is is a highly. Uh, uh, 
what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Something that really helps your performance when you're working out, and that is our Omega product. Our Pureform uh, pure Omegas is a plant-based Omega, and Omegas are also critical. On exercise days, I take my Omegas before my workout, whatever type of workout I'm doing. And as a matter of fact, you get a little bit of energy just from the oils themselves. But whatever your normal uh, amount of omegas is, because it's, it's, it's 30 per th- one pill per 30 pounds of body weight, okay? So if you weigh 120 pounds, you would take four perfect aminos. If you weigh 180, you'd take six. However, if you take two more than whatever that number is before your workout, they will give your body fuel and nutrients that it needs to, to increase the, the effectiveness of that workout. Now, eating plans, of course, we're always going to recommend the Dairobi Undiet because it's so easy, it's so fundamental, and it will make sure your body has all the, the macronutrients that you need to have that energy that you need to recover properly. If you just eat according to the Undiet, uh, that is a fantastic way to eat with normal food from the grocery store and not difficult to do. And you're still allowed to have the odd treat here and there. It's not some type of super strict diet. It's really based on just the fundamentals of cutting out the bad stuff, increasing the good stuff, but in a very easy and easy to understand way. So in conclusion, of course, the perfect amount of exercise will vary. Five hours a week is a fantastic guideline. If you do more than that for a certain activity that you're trying to train for, like an event, then, of course, do be careful. Pay close attention uh, to your sleep patterns. Uh, you could have hormone imbalances when you overtrain. But again, most people don't have that problem. I think most people are having a hard time getting in enough exercise. And so I think that if that's you, doing a combination of some walking, some strength training, and some form of exercise that you really enjoy that adds up to five hours a week You absolutely can't go wrong with that. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and some of these ideas and thoughts that I've shared with you. As always, we do an entire post on our blog at blog.dirobi.com where we have the uh, podcast and also links of anything that I've mentioned in this. And you can get 10% off by using the coupon code PODCAST. This is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget about all the free resources on dirobi.com. That's D-I-R-O-B-I dot com. Also, find the show notes for this episode by clicking on the podcast link there on the website. And if you want to pick any of our world-class products while you're there, use code PODCAST to get 10% off anything you like.